What's up, everybody? It's Dan Binder Boneyard. It is Saturday morning. Um, so, yeah, recording this one late. I've been on a late roll lately. Um, it is a beautiful day, kind of cloudy, it's cold, pretty clear. Um, nice, sunrise is great. Hopefully you guys had a good morning, wherever you are. I know you East Coast guys are probably into your afternoon by now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just hanging out here in the office. Uh, parts pile, shipping table camping gear storage unit um so um been busy busy week backbone's been gone on vacation for the holiday and whatnot he only takes two vacations a year and one of them is now so he's gone um so i've been trying to do a lot of stuff jamie's been out with a messed up back so yeah i'm trying to handle ebay shipping and answering phone calls and emails and still getting work done in the shop and it's a real balancing act uh around here so and i know it's i get the same thing from everybody they're always like well if you didn't fuck around on instagram so much or if you weren't on facebook all the time you'd get more stuff done um that's true except um without the engagement that i have with you guys um i wouldn't get any work because uh, I don't advertise, I don't run ads anywhere, um, so the only way people know that I even exist is through the social media platforms, and I have to be on there to let people know <laughs> that I exist. So um, yeah, so it's a it's kind of a weird catch twenty two of sorts where you know it's. Uh, Damned if I do and damned if I don't. So anyway, it's it's just there's a lot going on to, to running the business that a lot of you guys don't see just because of uh, how social media is. Everything looks all fun and, you know, it's nothing but road trips and fucking around and building shit and ranting about idiots on my Instagram story. But uh, in reality, there's, there's a lot more that happens here to uh, keep the doors open and keep things moving so you know adding this podcast to my to-do list um it's good because it's been helping a lot of people and i've been getting a lot of good feedback um but also it's just one more thing to add to my to-do list so um they don't always get done uh ahead of time like i'd like but um you know i'm still trying to bang them out so anyways Thank you guys for following along, for listening, for liking it, for sharing it, for subscribing. Please click that subscribe button if you haven't already. iTunes or SoundCloud, uh, I believe we're on Spotify now and should be on Pandora pretty soon as well. So, um, you know, click that, click that subscribe button. The more subscribers, the better we look to other people out there get picked up by some other car shows and whatnot and and it's just great for everybody so um please keep, continue liking and sharing same with the social media stuff 
Instagram, Binder Boneyard, YouTube at Binder Boneyard, um, you know, the Binder Boneyard Facebook page, the Scout and Truck Mafia page on Facebook. That's the one kind of my fun international page that I run that, um, you know, it's just a fun little place to hang out. There's not a lot of rules there. Uh, if you're an idiot, we call you out. Uh, if you're uh, doing stupid shit, you get called out. So some people don't don't like that. They think it's immature or not appropriate. And I don't care. <laughs> because there's, there's something to be said for a little bit of public shaming these days. And, um, you know, people either straighten up and fly right or they get kicked out of the group so anyway check out all those all those uh pages and whatnot and i appreciate it uh, i did not make any notes for today i'm gonna be kind of like always flying by the seat oh my pants um i got a question about scout to rocker repair and that's a tricky one because there's a lot of layers that you can get into with that. Um, from what I have found in my experience, and this might be not everyone's experience, but in my experience, if the inner and outer rockers on a Scout 2 are rotted out to the point where you're like, holy shit, I need to do rockers. There's a good chance the floor is not solid either. Uh, the passenger driver floor. So a lot of times, probably a good 95% of the time, if we have to do inner and outer rocker, we are doing floor pans as well. Even bare minimum, we're doing the outer edge, you know, the the lip where the gasket snaps on and then the, you know, outer six inches of floor pan. Um, we, you know, it just seems to be a standard thing across the board. If the rockers are rotten, the floors are rotten. And, you know, I some of these guys call and they say, oh, I just need to do a rocker. And I say, well, does your scout have carpet like oh no it's got the rubber mat or yeah it has carpet have you peeled that back have you unscrewed the sill plate peeled the flooring back and looked at the floor well no no why would i do that it's not rusty it's solid well maybe you should peel back that carpet and look because i'm willing to bet you're going to find something you don't want to see so for us, if we're doing inner and outer rockers, it's getting floors. And that makes the rocker replacement a lot easier. Um, you know, because then you can access access the floor supports that weld to the inner rocker. Um, you know, so the first thing that I would do is pull the fenders. And, you know, make sure... <clears throat> that lower rocker edge of the uh, quarter panel, if it's solid metal or if it's Bondo or what shape it's in. Because if the rockers are rotten through and that lower portion of quarter is not rotten through, 
and you don't know if it's got a new quarter on it at some point in its life, I'm willing to bet it's full of Bondo or fiberglass. So um, check that area out. And if it needs to be replaced, then <clears throat> you might as well cut that out too because it'll allow you access to the rocker replacement that much easier. Um, but in, in our case, like I said, 95% of the time we need to do floors. So we cut out the floor pan, you know, lay down the... We use all the sheet metal from Lightline or from Super Scout and... Uh, which is also the same stuff that uh, IH Parts America sells. A lot of the vendors sell the same stuff. Uh, it all comes from the light line, which is not open to the public. Um, it's only for us vendors. And then, uh, so there are some aftermarket stuff out there I've seen from like on Amazon and shit. And I had a customer provide his own floor pans once that came from one of those places. And they were like 18-gauge hot-rolled, and they didn't fit for shit. Um, and he insisted that we install them, and we did. But I told him that I would have zero guarantee on their strength, durability, and longevity in there. Because the stuff that the Lightline sells is 16-gauge, and it's galvanized. Or I think the name they call it is galvanil. Um, so when you weld it, you have to wear either some sort of respirator or have a fan going or grind off the galvanizing in the spots where you're welding, whatever it is. But anyway, um, one thing I want to also mention is um, a lot of these tips and stuff that I'm giving you are not, uh, this isn't for the <laughs> you know, the body shop that's trying to turn a scout super fast and make a few dollars. Um, the way I describe these processes, and this is how we do it, because if anybody has seen this place, uh, we're not making any money. <laughs> but uh, um, we try to do the best possible way we can. And um, so that's why I'm suggesting you replace your floor along with the rockers. Um, at least the outer edge of the floor because it's going to make for a better job in the end, um, less rust to deal with later, um, and you know, you're just going to have a better quality product. If you try and do the inner and outer rocker and just drill spot welds and pry the floor up and squeeze out that metal, chunk it out, take it out in pieces with a plasma cutter or torch whatever and then try and slip the new material in and weld the floor back down to it it's gonna it's not gonna come out good it's i mean if you've done that a bunch of times and you're a professional sheet metal guy you might be able to make it work okay but for me uh and i'm the first guy to tell you that i'm not i'm not the master at sheet metal and bodywork. um but I will tell you, having a fresh floor to put down over the top of all this rocker work uh, is is something to really consider. So, anyway, um, if you're doing full rockers, I again suggest that you buy the parts from Super Scout or IH Parts or from myself. Um, and you actually need three pieces because 
the inner rocker is that U channel that runs the whole length that you kind of cut to fit. Then there's the outer rocker that's kind of that half octagon shaped thing. But then if you notice, if you look carefully, under the door opening, the rocker actually bumps out like three eighths of an inch, maybe eight quarter inch, bumps out travels the length of the door opening and then it bumps back in and I think it does that my best guess is that it does that because when the quarter panel is welded on and the fender is bolted on the rocker is now flush with all of those pieces Um, if the rocker was the same height the full length of the truck and then you put the quarter panel and fender on they're going to stand out a little bit. So when you're doing the full rocker on a Scout, you need the inner U-channel, the outer octagon, half octagon shaped piece that makes up the rocker, and then you need the piece that goes just under the door. Because once you weld in the inner rocker and the outer rocker, then you will cut out the section under the door and fit the door rocker piece with that standout, that quarter inch, three-eighths inch standout that it has. Um, And then you'll weld that in so that you have the appropriate height so that your gaps, everything's level and straight across and looks correct. Um, And I'm sure a guy could probably cut that piece out of the full length section and then just stand it out whatever the distance is and then weld some more metal in there or whatever you want to do um you know that would work too if you had sheet metal and and some more you know other skills to make that look appropriate um it just depends it just however you want to do it but um that's how I've done it in the past is using those three pieces so I can get the correct level of stick out and have the shape be correct and have everything match. Um, so, you know, and then if you listen to earlier podcasts about prepping the material and using weld through primer, that's what I suggest. Again, you know, those legs coming off the floor, make sure that the contact area where it touches the inner rocker is clean you sprayed it with weld through primer and then you know same with the inner rocker make sure that it's totally coated or it's it's in the areas that you're going to weld you've got weld through primer uh, and then you know clamp it up there and I would do the inner rocker first so with nothing there so let me back up let me back way up (laughs) way up First thing, if you're going to start this project, take the door off. Make sure the hard top is still on. If you don't have the top on, it gets a little trickier. But with the top still on, take the door off. Measure the door opening. Put in a brace that goes across the door opening so ours bolt to the hinge 
area and then bolt to the striker area on the so the A pillar is where the hinge is bolts there and then it bolts to the B pillar where the striker is uh, that retains the shape of the door and we shim it with washers um, to get the correct door opening um, and in the there's a couple different sources you can get the dimensions for the door shape um, that actually you know tells you that it's whatever 29 and a half inches from the top of the windshield frame to the back of the B pillar whatever there's a bunch of different dimensions out there of the door openings and stuff so um, get those get that dimension and then set your doors to that um, and I know it's some of it's subjective because the way they were put together at the factory they were close ish sometimes so um, but what I'm saying is is take that door off and brace that door opening so that when you do remove the rest of the rocker and the floor that it helps maintain the shape of the um, of the, the door opening because I've got a scout here where somebody cut the floor, cut the rocker out, left the door on, but left it at full open, then cut the floor out, cut the rocker out, welded in a new inner and outer rocker, went to close the door, and it's four inches lower now. So it's here to get repaired. <laughs> so... um that's what I'm getting at is take the door off, get the shape, get the dimension of the door opening figured out, brace it up with a piece of tubing with some flanges on the end so you can bolt it on, and then start your job. Uh, I would recommend taking the seat out, of course, if you're doing floors. I mean, I know that's a no-brainer, but take the seat out, take the carpet out, on that passenger side, you've got wiring and fuel lines under the floor. Please be mindful of that. Um, on the pre-77s, the wiring runs down the frame rail. But after that, it's external and it runs down under the floor. So um, pay attention to that stuff. And then you can start cutting your way in. Um, I would throw a welding blanket over the dash. Uh, cover the windshield with something so that when you're making sparks in there um, the best thing to do is, is like I said take all the take the back seat out if you don't want to burn it like just really think ahead be prep well like I say cover the dash cover the windshield even if you're working on the passenger side you know maybe take the driver's door off too and make sure it's dimensioned right if you're doing both sides uh, anything to protect the glass because sparks and glass don't get along. Um, so I guess that should have been my very first step. Um, but then after that, after you've got it protected and braced, then you go in and you cut out the offending material. Spot weld, cutter. Uh, we use a plasma cutter to cut out the big chunks of the floor and the rocker. And then we come back with the spot weld cutter and just take care of the material that's welded together. Um that you don't want to cut with a torch or plasma cutter. And then um, after that, 
then you clean it up, flap wheel or a little, you know, we use the roll lock discs on die grinder, angle grinder, um, clean up the material, weld through primer, clamp the new pieces in, use a lot of those finger clamps from, you know, their vice grips, uh, vice grip brand finger clamps, snap everything in, weld it out, outer rocker, stick it on, check its fit, make sure it, you know, attaches appropriately. Um, before you stick that outer rocker on, make sure you coat that inner rocker that's going to be covered with the outer rocker, even though it is galvanized, I would still say spray the hell out of it with weld through primer, um, and then stick that rocker on, the outer rocker on, again, finger clamps, make sure your fit's right, stick it on, and then once you've welded it out, um, and I use we kind of mimic the factory spot welds. We actually go down the rocker, the outer rocker before it gets welded on and we drill holes every three inches in the flanges. And then, uh, and then when we stick it to that outer or stick it to the inner rocker, we just plug weld those holes we drilled and then go back through with the grinder and knock the bumps down, knock the welds down. And then it looks a lot cleaner um, maybe not as clean as the factory spot welds, but it looks better than edge welding it, in my opinion. Um, and I think it holds up a little bit better. So then that's done. The outer's welded to the inner. Then you cut the opening for under the door so you can get that stick out, that bump out. But while you have that open, now's a good time to take paint and we just use, you know, spray paint because it's easy. And we spray bomb the inside of that rocker now. Um, now that they're welded together, just coat the shit out of the inside of that rocker. Uh, yeah, when you go to weld the rocker door rocker section in, you're going to burn some of it out. But... Now that you've got weld through primer in there, you can throw paint over the top of it as another layer of protection and rust inhibitor. And then um, once that's welded out and dried, make sure there's no fumes floating around in there to cause an explosion. Then you weld on the rocker that goes under the door to get the right height that you need. Uh, and this might require you to hang the fender back on uh, and see how it fits and get your rocker depth set just right. Um, oh, one other thing. The rocker, the front fender bolts to the bottom of the rocker uh, in two spots. So before, so cut your door opening out and then while you have an exposed hole and you can look down that rocker from either end, from the front wheel side or the down the hole that you made, Fit the front fender, mark underneath where the holes are in the fender, then you'll drill new holes in the bottom of the rocker, and um, then you can put a bolt through it, and you'll weld the nut 
inside that rocker so that when you go to put the fender on, it bolts on just like factory. Um, I've seen some guys use self-drillers, big self-drillers to get in there, and it looks close, but it's not quite right. Um, or guys use the nut cert tool, if you've ever seen that. That's kind of neat. I'm saving up for one of those, but um, you can get away with using that too. But really, if you look down that hole, you can weld the nuts on... Um, so then it's it's just like factory but anyway once you've got it coated once you've got that done once you've got your spacing figured out then you put that door rocker in weld it out and now you should have primer all over everything uh, paint in the hidden areas that you're not going to weld again on and now you can put your floor pan in or even your outer edge, whatever you did. But then you can put the floor pan in. Um, you know, and a lot of times when you take the floor pan out, you'll notice that the cab mounts are no good, or they're getting crunchy, or they've got pinholes, or whatever. So it's really a snowball. It's, it's really, it can be quite the job because a simple rocker repair turns into floors, cab mounts, inner and outer rocker. And, yeah, that's a lot of work, and it's a lot of expense. Um, but in the end, you're going to have a much, much better scout than you would if you just did outer rocker repair, and then in three years did inner rocker repair, and then in three years did floor repair. Um, you know, if you just knock it all out at once then yes it's a huge job i understand it's labor intensive it's intimidating but um it just goes a lot further towards the the wellness of the truck uh so consider that um you know and sometimes there is some collateral damage where you do have to cut the floor out to take care of the rockers might not necessarily need it per se but it's going to make the rocker job a thousand times easier. So you just do it, uh, especially if you got carpet kit and all that going back in. It's not the end of the world to have brand new metal in there. Um, I mean, it's covered up and all that. So things to consider when you're doing that job. Um, I'm sure I missed something. But anyway, hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully uh, it made sense. And, um, you know, you guys can take something away from that. But anyway, uh, have a good Saturday. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for following along. Thanks for all the Patreon donations. Um, you guys are great. Thank you so much. And until next time, I'm Dan, Binder Boneyard.